0: Ryan Fleming can help you chart out a course for your retirement with his intimate knowledge of financial planning and the airline industry. It's time for the Pilot's Advisor. Welcome to another episode of the Pilot's Advisor. My name is Ryan Fleming and I'm the Pilot's Advisor. And today we are going to talk to you in this very volatile market about good days and how they follow bad days and vice versa. The market's totally unpredictable and We're going to talk about that because we want to keep you from missing out on the market's biggest returns. We want to keep you from speculating and gambling with your money. And you know, if the stock market was a person, you probably wouldn't want to hang out with them very much. Imagine a crabby friend who reacts unpredictably to every major piece of economic news or anything that happened to them, and often several times a day. Doesn't sound like a very fun person to be around. One minute, they're on top of the world, and the next minute, they're sitting in a dark corner with their head in their hands, declaring that it's all over. These are the daily ups and downs of the market, and that's how it moves. It's just completely and totally unpredictable. It doesn't make sense. It's no wonder that investors who try to make short-term gains by predicting the market's ever-changing moods can feel a little bit stressed out. This is why we tell you to never try to predict the market. You have to constantly ask yourself, how's the market feeling today? What's, going to, what's it going to do next? And all of a sudden, there's some other bit of news that you didn't know about that happened in the world, or some announcement made, or some earnings that were reported, or God forbid, the Fed gets on and says something. And the next thing you know, the market's tumbling again. When they believe that the market seems to be making significant correction, active investors often pull their money out of stocks. So stocks are going down the market goes down, they pull out of stocks. Their reasoning is that they can cut their losses by avoiding the bottom of the dip. They wanna get out before the market goes all the way down and then jump back in when indexes are on their way back up or jump back in after the, before the market starts to correct and go back up. So they gotta time it perfectly. Often cases for it to work out, you need to be right both times. And this is where the problem lies. This would be a valid strategy except for two things. It's impossible to tell when the market's going to start dropping a significant amount. It's also impossible to know when it's going to stop and correct and go the other way. So that equal difficulty to tell when that recovery ground might be. So when you explore the implications of this, and tons and tons of research has been done on this, and I'm going to share a little bit of it. Researchers from Bloomberg analyzed the daily behavior of the S&P, and they've looked at it over the past 20 years. So the S&P 500 is unmanaged and it's the 500 largest stocks. Most of people watch that on a daily basis. But they found over the past two decades that the market's best days tend to come right after the worst days. In other words, if you jumped out of stocks during a major slide, you would not have been in a position to benefit from their immediate recovery. And just the last two days have been crazy. So the market was up hundreds of points for two days in a row. One thing was said by the Fed, and today it's down 500 some points. The 10 best days with single session returns were between 6.3% and 11.6%. And that actually occurred right after the biggest declines. And that was amid the 2008 financial crisis. And then we had the exact same kind of uh, phenomenon around the 2020 pandemic pullback. So when we look at this, and just to see how dangerous this is, hypothetically, if someone had invested ten thousand dollars in the S and P on January first, two thousand two, and stayed the course through the end of last year, December of twenty twenty one, they would have a balance that would have grown. So ten thousand would have grown to sixty one thousand six hundred eighty five dollars. But if during that time they'd missed the market's ten best days, so they were sitting on the sidelines because of the volatility, they would only have twenty eight thousand two hundred sixty. That's a difference of thirty three thousand dollars. And that's over three times the original investment. And if you look at the big picture, you lost almost half by missing those big days. Now I've done the same analysis and over many, many more uh, periods of return and the exact same thing holds true. And this is where we talk about with the analytics where you cannot try to time the market based off of emotions, especially. Now you can try to use the momentum a little bit, but ultimately trying to just ultimately time the market, get in and out at the perfect time is a loser's game. And I'm going to quote a uh, Catherine Roy, who's a chief retirement strategist at JP Morgan. We often feel like we take control of the markets by selling out of them. As a result, you lock in those losses and you are likely to miss some of the best days that are going to follow the very shortly thereafter. So when the market has a major correction, people and investors get emotional and they feel like they need to do something. They They don't feel like they can't just sit on their hands and do nothing. But unfortunately, this is the absolute worst time to do something. So when you sell after the market's gone down, you're locking in those losses. Whereas if you didn't do anything, you would ride it back up, the market would correct and everything would be fine. But selling is an action that creates you locking in those losses. The prudent investor is going to spare themselves from this day-to-day drama and not allow their emotions to take over. And that's where my job is to talk you off that ledge so you don't make emotional decisions with your money. Instead, we want to stay focused on the long term and plan on an academic strategy that's going to work. No market timing, and that will allow us to pursue our success. This is the Pilot's Advisor. Hope you're doing well. We'll talk to you soon
1: thanks for listening to the pilots advisor. Hey, if you're ready to have clarity and thrive in your retirement, you're in the right place. And I've got another resource for you to check out, go to retirepilots.com that's retirepilots.com and look right there on the homepage. You'll be able to click get my free toolkit. What this is going to do is help you get for free Ryan's retirement toolkit. This is going to include his two books, The Pilot's Advisor and Pilot's Retire Early, revealing the nine critical decisions when retiring and the seven lessons to save your retirement. If you're ready to retire early or engage the autopilot on your 401k, these are the books for you and this is the toolkit for you. Not only does it include the books, but lots of other goodies packed into this free toolkit that'll be sent to you ASAP. All you have to do is go to retirepilots.com. That's retirepilots.com. Click on the Send My Toolkit button, and we'll get it in the mail to you shortly. It's a great starting place for any pilot to begin their retirement journey. Go to RetirePilots.com. Information is for illustrative purposes only and does not constitute tax, investment, or legal advice. Always consult with a qualified investment, legal, or tax professional before taking any action.